With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. This is AGNC, a monthly dividend-paying REIT that I have gotten multiple requests to make a video about. At the time of this recording, AGNC has a very impressive 12% dividend yield. Now, while we have previously seen owning ETFs like X-Yield and living off its dividends might actually be a suitable retirement option, but let's see if living off AGNC is also realistic. The business. AGNC is not an ETF, but an actual company that was started in 2008, which is pretty interesting timing because this company deals with mortgage-backed securities or MBS. It's like the founders were sitting in a room one day, they were just struggling to come up with a business idea, then they actually heard the reason for the latest recession and they were like, bingo! MBSs are a pool of home loans bought from the banks that issued them. MBS investors get periodic payments similar to a bond. You pay your home mortgage every single month, hence why these dividends are able to come to you, the investor, via mortgage-backed securities. AGNC also makes money from leverage by borrowing on a collateralized basis through securities structured as repurchase agreements. According to their company website, they also make money from generating income from interest earned on investment assets, borrowing, and hedging activities, as well as realize net gains and losses on those investments. Now, if this sounds hard to understand, that's because it is. In fact, FINRA, a regulator that aims to protect investors, says that MBSs are complex and may be risky investments due to the creditworthiness of the issuer. You should always try to understand what you're investing your hard-earned money into. Without understanding a business, you will definitely get worried when the stock isn't doing so hot. AGNC has a very complex business model compared to selling Big Mac or coffee to basic girls in black leggings. AGNC is also severely impacted by rising interest rates. Agency is able to make money by borrowing at these super low interest rates that we've been having, lending at long-term deals for a higher rate, and then collecting the spread. And of course, Uncle Jerome at the Federal Reserve is only going to be hiking interest rates in the future because of unsustainable rates of inflation, which means AGNC's margins will be eaten up. The financials. When looking at AGNC's financials, it's not looking too hot. At just $1.3 billion in sales this past year, that's less than $100,000 more than they were making just five years ago. And it seems to be on a downward trend after C19, and I can't see this getting any better with rising interest rates. I want my investments to be making me money every single year. This shows that there's always a demand for the product. AGNC seems to be heavily influenced by macroeconomic factors. AGNC's latest earnings wasn't too hot. It actually reported a loss of $2.23 a share. It's the second straight quarter where they've had negative economic return. AGNC's tangible net book value, the value per share if the company got liquidated tomorrow, decreased by $2.63. That's a 17% decrease in just one quarter. 
The Fed has also indicated they will ease their buying of mortgage-backed securities and stop buying them in bulk. It's not just the market value that's going down for AGNC, it's the fundamentals as well. Return versus the S&P 500 Over the last 10 years, companies have seen amazing growth and everyday investors could have easily have become millionaires. Yeah, that's not really the case with AGNC. Despite the powerful bull market and low interest rates the past decade, AGNC only returned 2.65% annualized compared to the S&P 500's 14.3%. If you weren't reinvesting your dividends, let's say you were actually trying to live off them, now you are down to just a 1.49% return every year. That's a far cry from their dividend yield of 12% if you really thought you were making a 12% return on this company every single year. Since reaching its all-time highs of around $36 a share in the fall of 2012, AGNC has lost 67% of its value since then. I want to emphasize this was during peak market conditions and interest rates were nearly at zero. If the company stock can't do well during good times and optimal market conditions, how can we expect it to perform during market downturns and periods of rising interest rates? Dividends. Okay, if there's any saving grace with AGNC, you think it's that juicy 12% dividend yield. Nope. In 2014, they transitioned from paying dividends quarterly to monthly. At the time, they were paying 22 cents a month. Ideally, we want companies to be raising their dividend every year so that we can hedge against inflation. Or at the very least, they should be paying the same amount in dividends every year. But AGNC, they have a track record of decreasing their dividend payments. Over the years, they've dropped to 20 cents, to 18 cents, to 16 cents, all the way down to 12 cents when C19 started, and that's what they're currently paying out as of today. The dividend trend is going in the wrong direction, as is any chance of capital appreciation. This really is the worst of both worlds. Remember, companies are never obligated to pay you dividends, and just because they have paid them in the past, that does not necessarily mean they will in the future. With their recent quarters of reporting no earnings and actually reporting a loss, don't be surprised if there's more dividend cuts in the future. Can you fathom holding on to this stock if they didn't pay a dividend? It can go from the monthly paying dividend company to the no dividend company. Likely not ideal for retirees. Is AGNC a sleep well at night stock? Hell no. The company business model is risky to begin with. They have a big focus on low interest rates, which is not the direction the Fed has signaled that they are going. The company has consistently underperformed during very good times. They've also cut their dividend, and I can't see this company doing better during bad market conditions. Though analysts don't seem to be as bearish as I am, with 8 ratings, 3 are buys, 5 are holds, and they have a 17% upside from today's prices. Though over time, the number of analysts giving this company a buy rating has declined and price targets continue to just get lower. This is a high risk, high reward stock. Let me know in the comments below if you disagree or agree with my analysis. And make sure to hit that like button for a small time YouTuber. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name and I will buy, stash, 
and collect cash. See you later.